0: Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved. But the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Back in episode 36, I told you that I had the most experience with affiliate marketing. And that's true, but it's only true if you include my other non-podcast related websites. If we're talking about money made directly from podcasting, then Patreon is clearly where I have the most experience. So strap in because this is going to be another wild ride. podcast better is for you the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster who has a business a cause or a hobby that you're passionate about each week we'll take a closer look at the mental physical and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, to another episode of Podcast Better. We are talking yet again about podcast monetization. We started out with affiliate marketing, we went to donations, we've talked about sponsorships. But there are still more ways for you to make money podcasting. And this is one that I have found the most success with. And part of that is because it can be done at any level. All you need is a loyal audience. So Patreon. Patreon is what we're talking about today. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is an online service that will allow you to, when you set up an account, you set up different sponsorship levels, tiers, where people can pledge money to you on a monthly basis. You can do it per, per creation basis, like per episode, or most typically done on a per month basis. So people can pledge to give you $1, $2, $5 a month, whatever they feel, whatever they want to do. But the other side of it is you are expected to give them something in return for their pledge. Now for the $1 pledge, a lot of times it's like, well, thank you for your sponsorship. It's for the people who just want to feel they're giving something back to you. They don't necessarily need anything in return, but they're not going to give you a lot to begin with. But other than that, Any other tier is typically where people are expecting to get something back from you. So who is Patreon for? Well, it is typically used by creatives. And when I say creatives, I I, I think of people in the arts typically. It could actually be artists, but it's a lot of times podcasters or people with YouTube channels, people who are spending a lot of time and money creating content often for the digital world, but they are creating content that dozens or hundreds or thousands or millions of other people are viewing and consuming every day. But because platforms like YouTube and podcasting don't cost anything to access, generally speaking, these creators really aren't making any money. And yes, there are ads on YouTube and you can, if you get enough viewers. You can make some money off of it, but it's really not much. There are very few people who are making millions of dollars on YouTube and millions of dollars through podcasting. There are very few people who are making a living wage through YouTube or podcasting. Most of the people who do this are making nothing. They're doing it because they enjoy it. They're doing it because they want to entertain people. They're doing it as a creative outlet. But most of these people also have other day jobs. Most of these people are doing these things on the side. They're spending their hard-earned money to buy the equipment they need to do things. They're, They're spending their money for the hosting and the websites and all these other things that are going along with it to put on a good show for you. And that's why things like Patreon were created, to give people a way to support the entertainers and the other creatives that they want to support. People who aren't necessarily putting out physical or digital products for you to purchase, they are giving you a way to support them. This is similar to the donations that we talked about two episodes ago. That, that's basically what it was in the old days. But they kind of turned it into a PBS thing, right? Every year, PBS has their big uh, telethon where it's like, donate $10 now and you get we'll send you this CD or something like that. There's so many other things that that can go into that, but that's basically what Patreon is for the new age, for the digital world. It's, hey, pledge $5 a month, and we'll mention your name on the podcast. Pledge $20 a month, and we'll send you a t-shirt. There's all sorts of things you can do, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but who should use Patreon? Anybody can use Patreon, but today, if you're listening to this show, we're talking about podcasts, so any podcaster out there. Whether you're just starting or you're experienced, you have 100 episodes, whatever the case may be, you can use Patreon. Now, I will say from my experience, a brand new podcast should not expect to get many patrons. It's kind of a numbers game. The bigger your audience, the more likely you are to get someone. And that's why Patreon is this far down in the podcast monetization list. I started you off with affiliate marketing because early on, that's where you're going to have the most success is selling other people's products or services. And when they make money, you make money. It's the least risk for everybody involved. And it's something that you can start off doing right at the beginning. Right here with Patreon, you can start off doing this from the beginning. But when you only have 10, 20, 50, 100 listeners, you're probably lucky if you have one patron. That's just what it is. It's, an, it's a numbers game. There, there's only a certain amount of people that are going to actually give up their hard-earned money to support you and what you're doing when they know they can just get it for free. You're going to keep doing it even if they don't pay you. So if you start out with a Patreon page at the very beginning, I'm just telling you, unless you have a very active audience and a very supportive audience and a very good offer for your patrons, I would not expect to get a large following on Patreon. But once again, I do think this is something that you can have great success with even before your typical sponsorship deals kick in. When you, you have thousands of listeners, like I've had great success with Patreon with just hundreds of listeners. So now the big the question with Patreon is, well, what do I offer my audience? What do I give them at all these different pledge levels? How many pledge levels should I have? Now, the question of how many pledge levels is kind of up to you. It's kind of nebulous. I've seen it work with as little as three or even one, honestly, but typically about three is the minimum. I've seen it go up to like five, seven, ten different levels. Honestly, I I would try to keep it to a minimum. It's easier for you to fulfill the rewards that you promised them then, and it is easier for your audience to choose. But in the end, it is completely up to you how many levels you want to use. But what should you put in these levels? Well, like I said, almost everybody on Patreon will have that low one, sometimes even a $2 level where they're just going to say, thank you for your donation. We appreciate you wanting to support us. And that's it. They don't actually give you anything besides that. Past that, a lot of people tend to head towards the merchandise route. And I want to put a big warning right here. I've been down this route multiple times and merchandise is fun, especially as a creator. We love seeing our logo or our names on all sorts of different t-shirts and hats and socks and stickers and phone cases and whatever you put out there. But it's not necessarily the best route for you, especially when you're just getting started. My simple warning for you, is to stay away from merchandise in the beginning, especially if it requires you to hold any sort of inventory. If you have to hold on to inventory, if you have to purchase large amounts of large quantities, if you have to hold on to the inventory and then you have to take care of the shipping of the product, that is more than you want to do. Whether you know it now or not, that is more than you want to do, especially when it becomes a monthly project over and over and over. That's not what you signed up to do. You you have enough on your plate being creative, creating the podcast, creating your YouTube channel, creating whatever else you're creating. You do not want to become a shipping and logistics and inventory master. That is not what you got into this game to do. And it is gonna take a lot more out of you than you expect. So I suggest if you do want to go the merchandise route, if you do want to offer some sort of merchandise to your customers or your listeners, then I highly recommend that you go the print-on-demand route. It's going to be pricier, yes, but you just build that into the donation price, right? So if you want to sell someone a t-shirt, yeah, it might cost 15 or 20 bucks, but you don't have to hold on to the inventory. You don't have to worry about the shipping. You can let the other company that specializes in those things take care of that. What I recommend for you like I said, especially in the early stages, is to give more of you. And now, don't get me wrong. I know you're busy. I just went over that. You're busy doing your thing. You're busy being creative already. But it's completely up to you how much more you want to give. And sometimes it's not actually more. It's just different. So let me give you an example. One of the common things I see with podcasters, if they are doing an audio-only podcast, is to provide their patrons with a behind the scenes look. This could just be a short video before or after you podcast or maybe during the podcast. Or it could be that you do a live show. This could be a special separate episode that you do just for your patrons. Or maybe you just stream your time spent recording each episode to your patrons in a private feed. It's possible. It's not hard to do. It doesn't take a lot of extra effort, and it's something you're already doing. You're just showing them this behind-the-scenes look of you guys recording. And so all you have to do is set up the camera, start the live stream, and let it run. And when you're done, you're done. There's no editing or anything. They're getting a behind-the-scenes look. Because you've heard me say this before. When people come to your podcast, they come for the content, but they stay for you. They stay for the host, And that's why this works on Patreon and other things, is they stay for the host. They want to see you. They want to get more from you. They want to be closer to you, connected to you. So anyone who is that dedicated to the show, that they are willing to support you and give you more money, or give you money in the first place, will oftentimes be thrilled to do so just to spend more time with you, or see more of you, or hear more from you. So behind the scenes videos, live shows, live recordings, bonus episodes. If you if once a month you want to record one extra episode, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Just one extra episode a month. If you're creating four episodes a month right now, turn it into five episodes and that fifth episode is only exclusively for patrons. Not that much more work. It's a, it's a workflow and a process that you're already familiar to. So it's not going to be that much work for you if you charge your patrons $5 a month to get that extra episode. The nice part is you're not creating an extra episode for each different individual patron. You don't have to ship them each an episode. You post that extra episode in the private feed on Patreon and you're done. It's there for all of your patrons. And so if you have 20 patrons paying you $5 a month, you're getting $100 a month just for that one extra episode. And I mean, when you're starting out, that's going to be a lot better than any sponsorship deal you're probably going to get. And it's going to be a lot longer lasting, too. Because if you had one sponsor paying you $100 a month and they back out, well, now you're down to zero. Whereas if you have 20 sponsors or 20 patrons paying you $5 a month and one of them backs out, well, okay, now you're only making $95 a month. But you're still making money, right? And that's one of the things I really like about Patreon. People can come in and go out as they choose as as their financial situations allow for them to do. but because it's kind of crowdsourced, that income is crowdsourced as opposed to being from one maybe two sponsors on each show, they can come and go and yeah, your income will fluctuate a little bit but not it won't be the end of the show. Another thing that you can do that is similar to all of these is like a monthly hangout or a zoom call where people, can come in and just hang out and chat with you. Like I said, people just want more of you, the host. They want to connect with you, so give them that chance. Now, I will warn you, even though it sounds simple, I've had a lot of trouble keeping up with monthly hangouts. My advice to you is to set a specific date each month, whether it be the same day each month or like the fourth Friday of each month or whatever you want to set it at. Just set that day and stick to it. Because one of the toughest things to do is to try to schedule with all of your listeners, with all of your patrons. And while yes, you do want to serve them the best you can, as soon as you start getting five, 10, 15 people who want to join this hangout, you're not going to make it work with everybody's schedule. It's just not going to happen. So pick a day, whoever shows up, shows up. And if they don't show up, then honestly, that's on them. You let them know in advance when it was going to be. They decided to pay the fee. And if they don't show up at that day and time, that's their decision. That's they They chose their priority. They chose not to show up to that meeting. And that's nothing against you. Some people don't do it for the perks. They just want to support you at that level. They just feel that the main show that you're giving them is providing enough entertainment that they want to return the favor somehow. And for them, that's monetarily. So my two tips so far. Avoid merchandise. Give more of you. Whether that be behind the scenes, live shows, bonus episodes, monthly hangouts, however you want to do it, that's up to you. But the final piece of advice I want to give you, listen to your audience. Listen to your audience. Give them what they want and not what you want. Now, it is a little bit of a balancing act. I mean, if they're asking for something that you don't want to do, you don't have to do it. But I've talked before about making things easy and convenient for your audience, for your listeners, and here, where we're talking about the exchange of money, that money is a little bit of incentive for you to provide what they want to see. If you give them two options and say, hey, would you like A or B, and then they say, well, okay, I I want A, and they pay their $5, and then you give them B, that doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? Not only does that a little bit dishonest in some respects, but it just doesn't make good long-term sense. You wanna listen to your audience. If your audience is asking for merchandise, give them a merchandise option. Like I said, start off small, start off with one item, start off with a print-on-demand service, and it may be expensive, but if people really want it, they'll pay for it. But if you offer a monthly hangout, and like I said, no one shows up, well, maybe you can come up with a better option. Maybe a bonus episode is a better option. They already like your main show, so create a bonus episode that is just for patrons. That is similar to your main show that you know your audience is going to enjoy it, but different enough that you don't feel like you're you're hiding content from the rest of your listeners. Cuz that's something I don't like to do either. I don't like to put the best content behind a paywall. I'm not saying you should put bad content out there for your patrons, but It's a balancing act. It really is. It can be tough. But I think your patrons, your fans, your listeners, whether they're paying you money or not, are still going to appreciate anything that you try to do. And like I started this out, this whole monetization talk, if you are providing enough value with your main show, eventually you're going to reach a point where people are going to want to repay you somehow. And if you're not directly selling a product or service, then they're going to want to help you out in another way, whether that be a donation or a sponsorship or through Patreon. So that's why I want you to be thinking about these things. If you need some help coming up with ideas for your Patreon page, I'm here to help. Like I say in just about every episode, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you podcast better. Reach out. Let me know what you're having trouble with. Let me know where you're getting stuck, what problems you're having. I'm here to help you. So there you have it. Who is Patreon for? It is for you. Podcaster, you can start using it from day one if you want. Don't expect to get anything out of it right away, but you can set it up right away if you want to. So it's always an option out there for people. It's one of those things, it's a call to action. You can start advertising from day one. What should you provide your patrons? Well, it's completely up to you. A lot of people go the merchandise route. I don't recommend it, especially not physical products. If you want to give more of you, that is something I recommend. Behind-the-scenes shows, live shows, bonus episodes, monthly hangouts, whatever you feel comfortable with. And last but not least, listen to your audience. Over time, they're going to tell you what they want, what they like, what they don't like, and play to that. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help them connect with you, and it's going to help you start to monetize your podcast the way you've hoped for. That's all there is to it. Provide value for your audience, and they will want to repay you. Plain and simple. It may take a little longer than you'd like, but keep providing value. And they'll come back to you. That's all I got for you today. So I'll talk to you next time. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions But head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.